Welcome. This episode's gonna be a bit different because I don't like this movie. <laughs> and I do. And I, we will explain our sides. I literally just uh, this watched movie it being, right yeah, before we Kissing recorded Booth. this. Yeah. Kissing Booth 2. Part 2. Uh, part two and i heard there's going to be a part three which uh i i might see just because you know for the podcast uh she has to decide man berkeley versus <laughs> harvard harvard or berkeley is it like my bestie or my boyfriend <laughs> and they're like uh girl <laughs> <laughs> oh my god fair uh, enough figure it out no it's it's really like she's so like annoying it's just like okay so i've been watching um so i watched the kissing booth too and i've also been watching doom patrol this week and in that tv show the narrator is the villain and i thought that if like kissing booth two were like a horror film L would be the villain and she would be, you know. Oh, uh, no, we already confirmed that. Like, you know, she, she like, fucks yeah. everyone's life, <laughs> everyone's lives. And, you know, it's, it's just like she can't help it. It's just like, you know, uh, yeah. <laughs> so you want to give the people a quick synopsis of Kissing Booth right. 2? Okay, Kissing Booth 2 follows Kissing Booth 1, which I did not see. <laughs> uh, but, you know, at the beginning of Kissing Booth 2, L, the main character, uh, essentially narrates what happened in you know short version at the beginning of Kissing Booth 2 and she's like yeah you know I'm Elle and I'm going to this awesome high school where everyone drives vintage cars and we're all 16 even though we look like 22 and uh <laughs> except for Elle she looks like except she's like Elle. 15 Elle. No, she looks like she's yeah, like she's 12 only, and everybody else looks the like they're one, like 25 yeah. Everyone else looks like they're, you know, 30 or something. <laughs> and she's like, you know, this is my boyfriend. Uh, wait, I made notes for this, dear listeners, because uh, my brain was so uninterested in this that I was sure that I would not remember. So that's why I wrote things down. <laughs> so, okay, so the boyfriend Noah is at Harvard. So, and she's based like somewhere in California, I'm guessing. Uh, because of like all the yeah, yeah LA because of all the you know the the nice weather and stuff yeah. and uh, you know so they're doing this long distance relationship yeah and uh, you know she's trying to cope with that and then she's and uh, like she has to decide which college she wants to go to and uh, that's already at the beginning of the movie which is also the conclusion of the movie where she you know like through shenanigans. Uh, she tries to figure out how to pay for college, uh, especially Harvard, to join her boyfriend. Uh, but she still she still has misgivings about uh, like choosing to go to Harvard because like uh, her best friend Lee, who I will call platonic friend uh, in <laughs> the future, like yeah. who totally ignores his girlfriend because he's besties with L, the main I, character. I feel like these insane whole scene, rules. Yeah. But no, but I, I feel like this whole series man. is like, I don't know how many books are written or how many are going to be written, but I think it's a long journey for, to see how Elle and Lee are going to end up together. Like, I think that's how this whole series is going to end. Yeah. And you're just doing, going through this, like, how I met your mother-esque journey to like yeah. follow their path. But I think oh, yeah. so, so, in the end, uh, that's going to happen. Yeah, one thing I forgot to say is that Noah and Lee, if you guys haven't seen uh, the Kissing Booth, like Kissing Booth 1, 
uh, they're brothers, right? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So they, they kind of look alike, but you know, uh, uh, I think you put it well before it was like, you know, different mothers, yeah. but you know, like even Marcos looks like they could, he could be like somewhat related to them. So I'm like, right. I yeah, don't know. Yeah. So, the casting so Marco, director had an idea of yeah. whatever they wanted. Yeah. <laughs> so, so like, you know, she's trying, so L is trying to make this relationship work. And then, uh, s- some girl at her school, shows her a picture of this new guy that I don't know. I don't know if he was in kissing booth one who's called Marco, who's super hot. And, uh, <laughs> uh, they, you know, and she, Oh, look at this. Uh, you know, he's, uh, he's working out, you know, like, like those jocks, like who work out and share on Instagram is like, Hey, look at my muscles and stuff like that. Yeah. And, uh, and so like, and she inadvertently triggers the school like announcement system or something. And then she starts saying like, Marco is so hot. Oh my God. I could, are those like, is that ice or steel? Or I can't remember. Like she talks about his abs or something. Yeah. And then everyone's like, Oh no, oh, it's so embarrassing. And then her best friend, a uh, platonic friend, Lee runs to save the day and turns off the megaphone or, you know, the, 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 uh, school like audio system. And uh, it's like, Oh my God, I, I told everyone that I thought Marco was super hot. And like, but she really like goes into it and she doesn't like pull any, you know, licks. I guess yeah. <laughs> <laughs> because apparently she wants to lick that, that bod, you know? Uh, yes. <laughs> and, and so then Marco's like, mm, Oh, she thinks I'm hot. Mm, okay. And then like, you know, so he's like the third angle in this love triangle that starts, you know, and th- there are like two love triangles, right? Or two yeah. perceived love triangles. There, One there's is like actually, a whole love like octagon right. going on here. Yeah, so I it's, don't know. it's like, uh, you know, the <laughs> the love octagon. <laughs> it's like the Thunderdome. Like, you know, the <laughs> like the Thunderdome of love. The uh, kissing dome. The kissing dome. Mad Max and, kissing uh, booth. Okay, so like, the, I you know, I, I didn't see the first kissing booth, but a friend of mine uh, way back when saw it and loved it. And she was telling me about it. And she was like, yeah, you know, it's it's fun. And you know, because like there's this thing called the kissing booth and they kiss each other uh, with like blindfolds or something. Uh, and uh, how does that work, you, Michael? You know, what, you know what the thing is? <laughs> the thing is this movie uses so much old tropes. Like this yeah. series uses so much old tropes from teen movies that it's like, it's like, it's made for like this new generation of teens that didn't grow up with like She's All That and all those movies mm-hmm. and didn't grow up with not another teen movie. So they're not already cynical about the whole genre like this is for people who like think all of this is yeah. brand new yeah right uh yeah I, I guess because uh i mean all this stuff like to compare it to another rom-com type movie that room let's say romantic movie that came out recently uh on hulu called uh, palm springs with uh uh you know uh what's his name samberg andy samberg yeah andy samberg <laughs> Like that is like the the rom com for adults who are already jaded and uh, <laughs> <laughs> and their late twenties maybe thirties you know onward uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and like kissing booth is really for I think a very specific demographic of like sixteen year olds to uh, yeah. you know people it's it's like the know, same that, yeah it's like the same uh, tone up, up to your age Mike yeah <laughs> you seem to like it so it, it's it's the same tone and quality of the Disney Channel original movie. Shut up. It's like if 
Disney Channel movies were allowed to be a little more explicit. But keep going, keep going. Yeah, so, um, you know, it, it's just like, you know, everything's perfect, and everything's fine, and then, like, even being accepted, because at the end of the movie, she gets accepted at both Berkeley and Harvard. Oh, darn. And then she's like, oh, no. Oh, I got accepted at these two great colleges. Oh, what shall I do? <laughs> oh, should I choose my bestie or my boyfriend? I have no idea. And then you're like, uh, girl. <laughs> Yeah. So, uh, okay. So, so she, in her quest to uh, find money to to go to Harvard, because that's what that that's like a big topic in the movie. She she's apparently a big, uh, like, dance dance like uh, what's the the game called? It was like, like a generic arcade. dance dance revolution. Yeah, yeah. It's like yeah. a generic dance dance revolution, and uh, she always had with her friend uh, Lee, her BFF. Uh, they're <clears throat> they're always number one in the uh, rankings, and then some guy called MVP becomes number one, and she's like, "Oh, I'm so upset and and shit." And then she, you know, uh, later on in the movie, she sees this poster. It's like, "Hey, uh, generic dance dance revolution competition, and you'll win fifty thousand bucks if you win." And she's like, "That's how I'm going to Harvard." And then, which you know, fifty k is not going to get you past like a month at Harvard, probably. Mm -hmm. uh, <laughs> so, no, so I was like, like a pass and I was like, maybe. yeah, this all. <laughs> it's like this gets you until like Christmas, and then yeah. uh, what, what? What are you gonna do after that? Like another dance, dance revolution uh, thing? Uh, you know, it's like okay, it's not supposed to be realistic. I'm sure it's not supposed to be realistic. Uh, and uh, okay, so I forgot about this other love triangle with Noah, the boyfriend who's in Harvard. Mm -hmm. uh like l thinks that he's cheating on her with uh like a supermodel from england uh called uh chloe i'm checking my notes she's called chloe and uh, <laughs> so that's another love triangle that that happens over there so it's uh i'm kind of getting lost in here i'm just like a ball of of like romantic rage uh, <laughs> <laughs> wait fun fact chloe was in star wars episode really? seven she was Seriously. the she was the girl who like when um the not death star was like destroying um one of the planets mm -hmm. like the girl that looks up and goes oh ah! as they're getting destroyed oh right oh shit <laughs> yeah Th that was her because i was trying to look up like oh, where else God. she was and that, there there she there she was i was like oh who was she in star wars oh she was oh, the one who was there for like two seconds and, ah. yeah so so i'm like you know the one question I'm asking myself is like, how rich are these kids going at this school, right? Oh, no, I thought the whole point, have? originally, I thought the whole point was that like, I thought it was like a, like a girl meeting the rich boy kind of story. And that but like, they're all going the boys, at a rich school. But, but then they're, they're all rich. So that's not like the point of the story, I guess. But they I make it, they make a big emphasis on the Lees and Noah's, the Flynn house. They make a big yeah, deal out of that. Yeah, how they're, yeah, they're super... So like uh, they're super rich and yeah. uh, that's how like Noah can uh, afford Harvard and uh, Al can't. Although I don't know how expensive that school is because like they like, you know, like she has her own motorcycle and shit. Uh, and it isn't a shitty motorcycle. It's a pretty nice motorcycle. Wait, wait, is it her motorcycle or was it Noah's? Know, is it, it her was dad's? Noah's, right? Or maybe it's Noah's. I thought Sorry. it was Noah's um, room. Sorry, I'm kind of like, uh, yeah. <laughs> maybe that was a point in Kissing Booth 1 that I missed. But, no, it was uh, part of the montage. <laughs> oh, okay. 
like you know I, i've spoken about this kind of movie i have a i have a label that i use on, on these kinds of movies it's i call them skippable movies because i just like skip to the in- interesting bit because i can guess yeah. what's happening just by looking at the images when you're like yeah. skipping stuff I'm like okay you know let's eh, whatever now, then like oh i know there's going to be some betrayal here okay let's go <laughs> right here, here are two things that set the mood for uh me watching kissing booth two one I'm staying over my girlfriend's for the weekend and I haven't seen her in a while. So we're going yay over all this stuff. So we're already in a good mood. You kind of have to be in a good mood ahead of time. Yeah. yeah. And, and like not cynical, critical kind of like mood, whatever. And I'm, two, I'm sorry. <laughs> Oh no. Like trust, trust me. If I was alone in Secaucus again, watching stuff to kill my time, I would have shredded the hell out of this movie. But mm-hmm. something about being with my girlfriend over the weekend is like, Oh boy. I'm like I like everything, so whatever. But like number part two, the number two. In order to watch Kissing Booth two, you have to watch Kissing Booth number one because Kissing yeah. Booth number one was so bad. I walked out and I missed the last thirty minutes, and we just looked on Wikipedia for what happens next. Kissing Booth one is that bad. Kissing Booth such- two is such an improvement on Kissing Booth one that it's like. You, it's like Kissing Booth 1 almost feels like it was purposely made to lower your expectations so that you would love the hell out of Kissing Booth 2. And Kissing mm-hmm. Booth 2 is like, 15-year-old me would have been cynical and critical and thought that like it was unrealistic and like, why are these like older people really bad at communicating and not listening? And then at 27, I'm like, no, nah, that's pretty realistic. This is like, <laughs> when people get into these kinds of, things in life that's that's this is exactly how people sound nobody knows yeah. how to communicate anymore and i can uh get um ali in here to like give her take on it in maybe like the next few minutes but yeah, yeah. that's basically why i like the movie because kissing yeah. booth one lowered my expectations well, and uh, i'll like, you know in yeah. that in that you know in that spirit uh, i will i will cut kissing booth two some slack because i do feel like the way they portrayed the long distance relationship was pretty like realistic. That's the only thing that I felt was realistic in this movie because everything else is just like puffery and like, yeah. you know, uh, everything, like the fact that Noah is super rich and pays for Elle to go fly like business class and, and everything like back and yeah. forth. And, you know, like, okay, that's like every young girl's dream as far as I'm concerned. And as far as this movie, uh, you know, <laughs> gets <Yeah>. into. <laughs> and it's sort of like, you know, but the, the real parts as you know like uh the uh you know lee taking so much time uh you know spending so much time with l instead of spending time with his girlfriend yeah. uh, and his girlfriend feeling like you know jilted and, and sort of like you know why are you spending so much time with her and blah blah and so like you know there's a bunch of people you know a lot of suspicion and it's like really yeah it is like a rom-com you know drama yeah. uh thing going on and uh i felt like those parts were like the best and also the most realistic but everything else is sort of like you know dance dance competition is fine it's fun but you know then you're like it's just to make you happy between all the sad bits about like being you know uh, (laughs) thinking about whether your boyfriend or girlfriend is cheating on you with someone else right yeah so now this movie is like it has some depth to it but still it's you know, I just wanted to pull my hair out. That's yeah. That movie. <laughs> it it felt like it was meant to be like an experience more than like a movie, because it it, it yeah. reminded me of when I saw like Suicide Squad in uh, Twilight. Was it New Moon? Whatever the last one was, I forget. 
the, the very last one because it was remember. like because it was like as movies they're they're horrible they're, they're just bad but when you just watch it to the, with the right people and you're walking in with like no feeling whatsoever it's like you're enjoying the badness and the corniness and this and that. Yeah. It's like you're 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 enjoying those say, kinds of I, but as a movie yeah. there there is no way I would put Kissing Booth two in like or Kissing Booth one especially in like any best of list like if this got <laughs> over six out of ten percent on IMDb or whatever I'd be like all right yeah. you guys I don't know but <laughs> no it, in movie terms uh, Kissing Booth two and and I'm guessing Kissing Booth one are like equ- the equivalent of like fast food. It's just like, yeah. you know, you just want to eat it. It's not good for you, but, you know, yeah, I know. <laughs> it's like, it makes you feel warm inside. And, yeah. uh, you know, it's, it's uh, but like, these are one of those movies where I, I don't usually scream at the TV, but, but I did. And I was like, damn, like, oh shit, you know? Wait, you were? <laughs> I like, yeah, I was. Yeah. I was oh, like, we, we had the same experience then. It was like, ah, yeah, no. Yeah. One. And I was like, like oh, no Marcos. way. Oh, fuck. And <laughs> It, it was I like if somebody moments, I have to say yeah it's like if you got the people that made MTV shows like are you the one and reality rules whatever if you got if you got those people together to make a movie that's like what this came that's what this turned into it's like no, it's, it's like uh... yeah I don't know <laughs> kissing booth one you gotta look at the reviews of even like the book because it's so funny how low the rating is on those books <laughs> you know it's like you know i get see i mean seeing it as a movie on netflix i understand why some people would like this uh like would like the story because it's sort of like it's like you put every single like rom-com trope of like the 90s and early 2000s and put them in a yeah. blender and yeah. <laughs> and just spat out uh because this has like parts of like clueless in there it's got yeah. some you know other things <laughs> yeah it, 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 was, know. it was literally like a mixture and it was uh poured out it's like if you got the the template for like a tv movie and, yeah. or like like the blueprint and then you put all the yeah. tropes from the 90s and 2000s together and you just poured it over the ice cube yeah. tray of this is like a robot you know this (laughs) is like if an alien came to earth and just you know someone said like this is what relationships are like and they just showed them like 90s rom-coms and from the what if these movies were actually written by ai i you know it kind of feels that way it seems like it was made by a robot who was like people like this they will love this movie and uh you know and they're like it has romance drama fast cars uh, <laughs> fast cars ooh-la-la, no like one fast car like one vintage like ford uh ford mustang gt350 uh was that in your from, notes <laughs> from yes because i i <laughs> driven by lee which i'm guessing that car might have been driven by noah in the previous movie maybe i'm telling you or did or did he ride the 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 bike the the motorcycle I don't know, but I'm telling you, at somewhere along the way, she's gonna end up with Lee. I don't know how. I don't know where. It just something just doesn't feel right about Lee being with Rachel and L having her love whatever they, like predicaments. Well, you know, with it's different guys you know Lee. 
for the moment is uh, lost in the uh, cold hellscape known as the friend zone. So, uh, <laughs> so. See, we we recognize that. I don't know if like I don't know the demographic watching this movie can recognize it. You know what this movie is perfect for? If you have yeah. like one of those sleepovers with all girls and the one safe guy friend, that oh one God. safe guy friend is going to catch all the stuff that every girl in the room. Yeah. He's going to catch. Oh my God. He's just frozen in, in that friend zone. Is it? <laughs> but yeah, all the other girls is like, is like no, you know, gonna I'm sure, I'm sure they cut out a bunch of like footage where you just see Lee looking on the side, like, you know, longingly yeah. just being like, I wish I weren't your friend. Yeah. <laughs> I wish we were more L. <laughs> hey, you know, like Lee could be an anagram for L, you know. The, the, kind the of. Lee, <laughs> I mean, there's uh, one L missing, Ellie. but, you know, uh, uh, yeah, it would be Ellie, Ellie. you know, or something. <laughs> but uh, yeah, it's, um, I don't know, like, I, I found may, maybe it's because. Uh, I don't know any movie that has like relationships that that are like, I mean movies like this where it's like love triangle. Are you cheating on me? Or are you cheating on them? Uh, mm, you know, yeah. I, I'm like Jeff Goldblum. I think El um, ended up with, with, with Marcos. Uh, that Marcos yeah. Van. Mm. Oh, I, I think yes. Marco yes. deserves MVP. five minutes on the podcast today because like he is like the MVP of this movie. <laughs> I know. <laughs> no, I mean the poor guy. Thing is like. Okay, so the guy uh, spends his time getting closer to Elle and helping her win 50,000 bucks yeah. and uh, everything. And then he kisses her at the end and is like, but I thought we liked each other. She's like, no, I love Noah. And, you know, and she runs off. and yeah. or, or she's like, no, I, I can't do this right now. You know, like usual <laughs> stuff. Uh, <laughs> oh, I'm having a nervous breakdown because of this movie. But it's like... Uh, <laughs> anyway noah should just go out with chloe man like yeah. but i think chloe has put noah in the friend zone and that's think, why like this works okay i think i really think chloe was in his room there is no way i think chloe in this world of the movie was like a last minute addition to like yeah. it, she was purposely brought in to make l jealous because there's no way that they were planning from the beginning Oh, I no one wanted to invite me to wanted to invite Chloe to be friends yeah. with Elle. Like nobody invites a girl that's a yeah, friend to like their girlfriend's Thanksgiving so that the two girls in their life could be friends. He was yeah, looking think, then yeah. and they never admitted it that he was bringing in Chloe specifically to make Elle go like ooh yeah. and rile her up. Yeah, uh, it's it's sort of like some weird Machiavellian, uh, you know, like subconscious thing that he did because I, I'm not sure if he was entirely conscious of what he was doing. But yeah. It was sort of like, you know, because um, like he could tell that L, I mean, he, he could tell, come on. Like he has like one friend who's a girl at Harvard who's like super hot and then L's acting weird. Yeah. And they're like, yeah, for sure. <laughs> like, and he's you like... Know. See, I, I would have understood like, that. Well, in I invite college, her for Thanksgiving but... because that way they'll be friends. Genius idea, Noah. <laughs> <laughs> no, like er everything, every everybody did something wrong in this movie, or yeah. like, and then it, it took Molly Ringwald because she's been through Helen Beck and Pretty in Pink and Breakfast Club and stuff. So mm -hmm. she comes in and she sets everybody straight. She's like the godmother of teen movies, and she comes mm -hmm. in and says, 
maybe you guys should spend some time listening. This whole movie was about listening rather than talking over each other. And in a way, I feel like Molly Ringwald, even though she's a character, she was playing herself. She's like the Jiminy Cricket to like all <laughs> the teenagers going through the bullshit teen movie stuff of life. And she's there to be like, hey, you know, maybe yes. you should do this instead. And they're like, oh, you know. It's like, you know, you're hearing, but you're not listening, are you? Yeah. <laughs> it's like, you know, it's like, you should, you should listen some more. I hear a lot of talking, but no listening, God. Because she knows what's up. She, she knows has, what's up. She, she knows like, what's up. She, she, she's she, been typecast. Yeah, I know. <laughs> she's like the mom of teen people now. I mean, yeah. Anyway, yeah. I'm going to bring in uh, Allie real fast. Allie, yeah. come in. She's coming. Please. We, we need her input. We, we, we need input from uh, my girlfriend because uh, we just finished the movie together. Yeah. Uh, we, we need your input. About what? About Kissing Booth. We're going to do this. Come on. Come on. We're going to do it. Oh, oh. Welcome. Sorry. I told Welcome. you. Here. Welcome Hello, to the I'm podcast. Hi. Hello. Hello. This is Allie. Hi, Michael. This is Allie. We've yeah, met. The, the guys on. Yeah, hi. I know. We, yeah, oh, we've yeah. Met, yeah. <laughs> it's just like the the guys on the podcast. I mean, the guys listening aren't gonna see uh, Ellie, so oh, she, yeah. she's here. Yeah. Wait, wait. You said Ellie. Uh, it's sorry, still, it's still in your head. Sorry, tell me. Yeah, sorry. L. It's just like L is is fucking my mind right now. It's just, okay. So, so what do you think about the movie? <laughs> I mean, compared to the first one, this was like so much better. I got yeah. too invested. <laughs> it's like i haven't seen the first movie so for me it was like a weird adventure of like back in my teen years uh except that there was a lot less like uh fancy schools and a lot less intrigue and, <laughs> and less like love triangles with you know uh supermodels i guess so <laughs> so that was like pretty it, it it's it's just like Elle to me was like the villain of the movie because she she screws up everything and and then like you know and then, and then she's narrating and it's just like you know if this were like a, a a horror movie like she would be the villain or something just like playing around with people's uh i don't know like like mike and i were talking about how like lee probably wants to be like Elle's boyfriend and it's just like he's stuck in the friend zone i don't know how you feel about that I don't know. I feel like that's too obvious, Michael. No, it's not obvious. Okay, imagine the, the 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 demographic for this movie, right? So imagine like a sleepover with like five girls, and then there's like a guy on the side because he's like the safe friend. That one guy is gonna catch all of that, like oh my god, about Lee, but nobody else in that room is. This is like yeah. made you know, for the, the, the sleepover the with the one safe friend. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, the what he because Lee is like the safe friend, you know. He's like the guy's like, you know, he's the good guy, you know. <laughs> right, he's in the zone. <laughs> he's in the zone. zone. He's in the frozen hellscape known as the friend zone. I mean, that's <laughs> true. I mean, like when I first watched the movie, I thought that this was gonna be like a plot twist and be like, oh, she actually wants to be with, or like Lee really wants to be with her, but she's just, yeah. he's just letting her be with his brother. Yeah. Yeah. And what was this thing you said earlier about like hindsight and this and that? Oh, I was like telling Michael because we watched the first movie and I thought it was a mess, but I was like saying that basically I felt like the first movie was kind of like 
a teenager writing this movie from their perspective. Yeah. Um, so it's obviously going to be all over the place. And like this, this person is probably like 12, 13 years old writing the story. <laughs> but then in the second movie, there was like a lot of insight and it kind of felt like it was kind of like hindsight 2020. Like this mm-hmm. person writing the movie is older now and like reflecting back. Because there's like a yeah. maturity in the second movie that the first one didn't have. Yeah, for sure. Uh, you know, I was saying before that, like, I felt that the way that they portrayed the long distance relationship and like the little like insecurities that come with that, like, you know, you're not sure what each, you know, what the other one's doing, like, oh, they're hanging out with their friends, like, oh, who's this girl? Or, you know, oh, who's this guy? And, you know, it's, it's I, I thought that was very, uh, that was like one of the parts of the movie that I felt like really worked. But, you know, and then, like, they have all these other parts of, like, you know, the dance dance revolution, you know, knockoff that they have in there. It's fun, but then it's it's also, like, uh, yeah, I don't know. Like, I, I don't think 50,000 bucks is enough to pay for Harvard. Uh, <laughs> uh, yeah, it's not. Because <laughs> she's like, all my, pro- all my wishes have been fulfilled. Like, oh, problem solved, 50,000 bu- 50, bucks. Uh, I can go to Harvard now. <laughs> you're like, no, you can't. <laughs> it's like really it's like, confusing though, because it's like it seems like they're already super rich. Yeah. Well, right? I mean, the mom. I mean, the L's mom died in the first movie, and then the second movie shows that the dad is still kind of trying to figure it out. So I could yeah. understand her having like financial issues and stuff. Yeah. But everybody else is like. I don't yeah, know. They make a big deal out of school. people's houses in this movie. Yeah. <laughs> so. I like that. Did you see like Elle's dad, how he gave Noah like the stink eye when he just brought this like his super hot friend, Chloe. And he's like, you know, like really looking at, <laughs> at Noah. And he's like, what are you doing to my daughter? You son of a bitch. You know, <laughs> <laughs> sort of like, you know, because like, I think I was looking at Elle at first, like her reaction. And I was like, what? And then I went back. I was like, the dad looks really pissed off. Like that. Like if I were her dad, I would be pissed off. Like, you know, it's like, so why you bring Chloe here, Noah? And <laughs> Honestly, the dad looked pissed off to me for, like, most of the movie. Like, yeah. he reminds me of Jason Statham. Like, if they didn't get this guy, they would have got Jason <laughs> Statham. Like the California you version. Do daughter. Yeah. It's like, what are you doing to my daughter? You know? It's like, dude, yeah. Like, Noah, uh, I, I feel like he's, uh, okay, so, like, who forgets their phone in their room and leaves it unlocked? Like who in like today's um, age? Well, Michael their... would do that. Really? <laughs> oh, Michael. <laughs> Michael. Michael keeps me on red or just yeah, I do. doesn't respond or look at his phone ever. I look at my phone. I just, I need to think through the texts. Yeah. I'm see? not, I'm not immediate, yeah. you know? No, I mean like <laughs> my problem was like, okay, so like he leaves his phone in his room, but then his friend knows his passcode and just answers the phone. It's like, oh, hey, Al. Yeah, he's uh. He's out with another girl, and they're like, the you know, from a guy perspective, that that's not cool, you know. <laughs> that's like, true. You know, that's not cool. You know, it's just like, oh, he's out, you know, with his friends, you know, general. <laughs> it's like everybody was like, actually, especially Noah. His problem was that he kept digging himself into a deeper hole. Yeah. Right. Like. Like. He was he was just like, trying to figure you trust me, out. right? You trust me. And they're yeah. like, eh, yes, I, I trust you. And then like, he's never trying to dispel any 
you know, thoughts yeah. that, that Elle might have. And I was like, no, you know, whatever. It's like, you know, I think there's a moment where she's like, what I had, what I had to say next was, would determine my future. It's like, yes, I trust you. And, <laughs> and, you know, it's, it's just like, it's a whole, uh, I don't know, like it's so many tropes from the, like, you know, rom-coms from the nineties, early two thousands on a blender. Uh, <laughs> You know, there's some clueless, you know, in there, uh, there's some, <laughs> which was a, bo- a big movie in my household because, like, my my sister would watch that all the time. Okay, uh, it's like you know, I'm clue, I'm I'm like, I want to be like the girls in Clueless. You know? Yeah, <laughs> you know? the OMG girls. I thought they were gonna be like the plastics, but they actually ended up being nice. The OMGs, yeah, like there there are no like rivalries at that school. Like everyone gets along with everyone else, and they sort all cheer. of. Even though like that doesn't happen they're at all, a private school. Come on, that doesn't happen in any school. It's just like you know, like the 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 jocks aren't bullying the, yeah. <laughs> the nerds. Like there's no like repressed like nice anger anywhere. Everyone's like, sort of happy yeah. because like they're rich, I guess. And yeah, and the nerds and aren't all, mean and resenting people. Yeah, they all look like they're 30, by the way. <laughs> everyone except for L and maybe Lee. But everyone else looked that like they look like they're in their twenties, you know. Yeah. Not even Noah, early Lee's 20s. actually older than Noah in real life. So huh? Yeah, but <laughs> Noah looks way older. I know. Yeah. Well, I think Lee look Lee has a baby face. Honestly, they look like the same age, but one worked out. Yeah. That's kind of <laughs> It had a square jaw. Yeah, I don't know. Maybe, you know, I think the one thing that probably turned me off with this movie is just how everyone is so optimistic all the time. It's just like, you know, <laughs> just, let's put some realism in here, you know, because like being a teenager is kind of, I mean, there are some points where, you know, like uh, people are sad and cry and are angry. And like, yeah. you know, Rachel is, I understand Rachel, honestly, like she's like the, the unsung hero of this movie. You know, like Lee's girlfriend. I never uh, thought about that. Know. She's like the most realistic one. Because like she has to deal with Elle's like maniacal like you know uh, rules, and, yeah. <laughs> and it's like it's solved because of Rule Fifteen. L besties before <laughs> you know, like, you'd be there for before testies. <laughs> besties before testies. Wait, was that it? No, <laughs> no, 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 that, that's no. not it. <laughs> it's like bestie. Your bestie should always be there for your bestie, or like when your bestie needs you. Yeah, you know what I wonder? Does one of them just carry around a wishbone all the time, just in case rule number six or something? Like they just carry it around with them. Like I need this rule number six. Rule <laughs> <laughs> number six. It's like so. How many rules are there? Because like I, I feel like the rules played a bigger part in Kissing Booth one yeah. than in Kissing Booth two. I don't know. I mean, like, Kissing Booth 2, like, they explain it more in Kissing Booth 1. Kissing Booth 2, it just kind of gets brought up once in a mm-hmm. while. Actually, not once in a while. Like, it's actually more strategic when it gets brought up in the second one than the first one. Yeah. So, yeah. Uh, you know, they, they already have footage for part three. It's on YouTube. Oh, the footage? Yeah, I, I think they already filmed it. They did it like The Lord of the Rings. They filmed all three movies at the same time and are yeah. just releasing it. <laughs> yeah, well, like literally they're all getting older. Like that's like yeah. why they couldn't reshoot New Mutants because everybody yeah, in that movie yeah, everyone's like, older was already, getting yeah. old. Yeah. yeah, they're not, you know, they can't pass They can't pass them off as teenagers anymore. They're yeah. like adults. Yeah. But uh, yeah, when, when is that coming out? Um, New Mutants, it, it, it was still supposed to be August, but then they just removed it. Yeah. So, yeah. so you know, uh, 
I don't know what else to say about Kissing Booth 2. It's just like it, it rocked my my world for for an afternoon. And some in a good way, sometimes in a bad way. And uh, <laughs> I don't think I'm going to see this again, but I might see part three just to see how it ends because I'm really curious, actually. I know. I'm so curious to see how it ends. I don't uh, know. I, I don't know. I feel like the, the Lee storyline that you guys are going after is a little good, too right? obvious. <laughs> it's, but it's, <laughs> but it's kind so of obvious. obvious. It's so obvious that it would happen. So, like. I, but I think, but this is like a guy's perspective, I guess. It's just like, you know, uh, the... I don't know how you guys feel about like platonic friendships. Like, I, I think sometimes there are a lot of those, but I feel like they know each other so well. There's like some, there's like just one neuron that's like missing, you know, one connection yeah. that'll make it like, oh, I could actually go out with this guy or girl <laughs> or whatever, you know, oh, yeah. and we know each other so well. And it's like, uh, because like, I don't know, like Noah is is sort of like uh, i don't know well lee is still stuck in the friend zone and it's very hard to get out of there yeah. so <laughs> so he's gonna be stuck there forever and uh i mean noah i, I don't know what, what you guys think about noah I, I don't feel like you know he's he's good looking he's rich he's nice but what else is he offering like what 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 else does he have on the table you know <laughs> as well he has chloe as leverage now like yeah, if you wanted true. to be a total dick, you could be like, if you like, hey, I can always L, go with this girl. Have, yeah, exactly. Well, but I don't have... think Noah is like a jerk, though. Yeah, but like I don't think Noah actually change. is what a are, jerk. What happens when finals comes and he's really stressed and he's just taking it out on people? He could like, he could yeah. be that type. He's still well, a I mean, frustrated uh, dude. You know, like bringing Chloe and? also kind of plays in his favor you know because it's like hey you know i hang out with this really hot girl but i'm not going out with her because i love l so much you know that you know that also kind of gets in, in there right yeah I mean, <laughs> rachel and Noah are gonna but end it up together. also like kind of illustrates like how clueless guys are because like because <laughs> like honestly like if you think about it why if like if you're trying to like show your girlfriend like oh yeah i have like a really good friend that i really want you to meet but you know that that person is really good looking like why would you even bring that person to thanksgiving dinner when you already have a feeling or you maybe you don't maybe you know it's just stupid and clueless that maybe he yeah maybe clueless, he really see. didn't know that uh, no yeah he clueless was <laughs> so i don't uh, know but yeah he knew what he was doing he, he, no, i felt like he, this he movie was her. pretty damn accurate to like how guys are in real life i'm gonna be honest honestly you know i i i agree that like i i think it's like i'm 50 50 because either he's completely clueless and he was like yeah but i just wanted you to meet my friend you know whatever uh, which I, I see happening in real life, but uh, because guys are dumb. And, <laughs> and the other way as well is like, hey, you know, like, uh, hey, you know, I, I have this girl that I know at school, I mean, at Harvard, and, you know, like, I brought her here just so you know, like, there's this, like, hawk hovering over, you know. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so you think like, it's like, you pounce. think Noah's using it as, like, a manipulation tactic almost? I'm 50-50, like either or. I don't know because like I don't know Noah smart. enough. I have to know Noah a bit more. Uh, he's <laughs> smart to me. He's one of those guys probably that's like really book smart, but everything else he's just... Yeah. Honestly, it just blew my mind that he got into Harvard. He doesn't even seem book smart. No, yeah, but right? that, that's, prob <laughs> that's probably the type that gets into like a lot of Ivy League schools. I mean, that's People true. that are like book smart, but once you get into like basic social skills, it's like... 
it's everything like, just goes or out the window. He's ju- or his family's just really rich and he just got in because he's really rich yeah. and athletic. They, they're they probably, do- you know, they, they donated a bunch of money to Harvard and probably. they were like, yeah, you know, bring, bring your kid here. It's fine. Uh, wow, we are really <laughs> dissecting these characters out like our, our friends. I think um, <laughs> no one else would be talking about this movie in such detail, I feel. Uh, there has to be. There, there is someone somewhere in this podcast first i could totally see myself loving this movie though when i was like 15 yeah because th- 14 yeah. 15 like i would have loved that's a demographic this though like, i think this would have been my dream right? yeah that would have been my dream situation that i have these hot guys that just are at my fingertips well, and, like, when you were like 15 you were probably watching like sharpay's fabulous adventures and really another was. cinderella story really and like i was really watching it, it's like for the straight to dvd people if you were in the 2000s and now it's like a Netflix movie. Yeah. <laughs> I do really think I do really think that Noah and Elle are basically like the Edward Cullen and Bella. Yeah. Like I feel like yeah. that's exactly what I would imagine that kind of couple to be. For yeah. Twilight. It's it's like I don't know. It, it's really uh uh I'm speechless. <laughs> you have to watch the first one. I'll watch the first one. No, and, it's a um, it's a train wreck. Okay. I had to walk out. It was no, but bad. we couldn't stop watching. We it was couldn't like a, stop it was watching, but wreck, but we but couldn't stop watching. I had the discipline to walk away in like the last thirty minutes, and we just looked on. <laughs> it was so confusing. It was like every two seconds, this movie was having a seizure of random shit. Like, oh my god no it's like you know my my girlfriend uh she doesn't watch these kind of movies like she's really into zombie movies so i'm kind of happy that that i go out with her because we're because <laughs> we're just watching train to busan and movies like that and oh yeah uh, isn't like, part two like gonna be in drive through theaters uh, i i don't know uh, I, I think so i, I don't so. know it's like i don't know like the most romantic movie i've seen with my girlfriend is probably scarface uh, <laughs> Scarface. I don't like And it's like she keeps scary. quoting Scarface all the time. It's like, no, chico, you know? <laughs> <laughs> it's like, first you get the money, then you get the you get power, the power. <laughs> and then you get the women. And like, she's, she keeps quoting Scarface like every, like every other day. So it's like, uh, <laughs> what do we quote? We don't quote anything. We don't quote anything. We don't have a thing. Yeah, I don't know. You want to like, quote this uh, movie? You want us to be your thing? <laughs> I don't know. Oh, I don't know. I have no quotes. Rule sixteen, Ali. I, I know she, she thought it was weird that you know because like I think we watched Frozen two together, Mike. Yeah. And uh, you know when I told her about that, she was like, "You actually went to watch Frozen two, like for reals?" <laughs> I was like, "Yeah." AMC Heck twenty dollars yeah. a month. We're watching every movie possible. <laughs> Heck yeah! No, it's like well because like. Yeah, at the beginning, when we were still doing our Tipsy Spoilers uh, podcast, uh, yeah, we would go to the actual movie theater, and now we can't because of, like, obvious reasons. But uh, (laughs) but it's like, uh, yeah, I find find these movies really funny because I try to find the funny side to these movies, even if I don't like them. And it's just like, I kept screaming at the TV, TV, uh, like, when Elle, like, you know, it's like, oh, no, you're not going to kiss Marco. No way. 
<laughs> and they're just like, oh, yeah. you did it. <laughs> oh, you dumb did it now. <laughs> Michael and I were screaming at that part. We we're like, don't do it, Al. Don't like, do no. it. Noah's there. Noah's right <laughs> there. He saw you. He caught you. And I, I was like, if you screamed at the TV, this movie did its job. Yeah. <laughs> oh, my God thing is like i enjoyed the movie but like some parts i just wanted to like fast forward through them because i can't take it i just can't take this and it's just you know like the more like i don't know like when she doubts about like noah and i'm like i can't deal with this right now like i have to you <laughs> <laughs> fast forward through, through it through it and i was like damn like you know marco um marco's a good plan b if it doesn't work out with Noah. Marco's hot. <laughs> Marco is way hotter than Noah. They all... I'm, yeah. Yeah. Like I, he I dances, he sings, he writes his own songs. Exactly. Uh, <laughs> he works out. He has this like impossible standard of man. I was like, this guy like does not exist in real life. I mean, except if he's paid to do that, like all the actors <laughs> no, in this movie. Real. Like... <laughs> it's like i feel like the only people who are super i mean unless you're super like obsessed with going to the gym uh you know only actors and people who are like performers have to look buff all the time or like in shape all the time like i feel like because you can you can look in shape right but like when you're like that like toned you know you're like damn Uh, (laughs) (laughs) like i'll refer to what l says uh, at the beginning of the movie uh, where she's like, you know, I think she said, like, are those waffles or something? Is that a grid iron or something? I don't know. I, I wonder. I think she was improvising. She was just yeah, saying she was, stuff. She was just, like, riffing. <laughs> I would like the ice cream or something. What did she say? <laughs> yeah, I don't know. Like, I don't know. Are those, like, waffles? Because those are, like, grid. That's, like, a grid or something. I can't remember. But, you know, like... <laughs> it's, like, that six-pack uh yeah i've been i've been uh yeah the, to reiterate this movie has rocked my world um uh, for, for better I. or for worse i i don't know <laughs> we'll see next next week how i feel uh <laughs> about kissing booth 2 uh but kissing booth 3 is going to come out later this year i think oh, or so at excited. least next year <laughs> i just like, so yeah we'll see if it works out i mean if they don't do the lee storyline i don't know what else they would do well i think it's gonna that? be a gap year i really think kissing booth three knowing where this movie tends to go and it tends to like show the ideal side of teen life she's gonna yeah. take a gap year because she can't decide between both and she's gonna find herself it's gonna be that because that's also a trope that's been coming in like maybe the later 2010s is the like I need to learn myself how to love myself before loving anybody else. So she's going to like ditch the boys. She's going to find herself on a gap year and there's going to be cameos by like more famous people. Cause I guarantee you there's like a bunch of celebrities that are like, I just want want her to have like a peyote experience with Woody Harrelson. (laughs) 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 And she just finds herself, you know, and then she's like, I don't need Like, yeah. Or Joe Rogan. Who's going to like, Joe Rogan, every time, like, anyone talks about drugs, he just talks like, yeah, but, you know, weed makes you feel, like, you know, like, yeah. so it's, like, to take a you discover things. No, 180 and be a stoner movie. Yeah, but Elle I feel goes like. goes to White Castle, Kissing this, Booth 3. Yeah, this movie is missing, like, a, 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 a more, like, empowering, like, arc for Elle, where it's, like, I don't need these guys. I can just go wherever I want. Like, why am I bothering 
with yeah. having to satisfy my BFF or my boyfriend. Like seriously, yeah. you know, it's like, just do what's best for you, girl. Like <laughs> Marcos is just going to be sad and confused for the rest of his life. And Marco, Marco will get over it. Like he's yeah. hot. He'll find another girl. But that's who, kind of what happens to a lot of treat him right <laughs> as he deserves to be treated. Because <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> like he's worked out so hard and he's danced so, so hard <laughs> as well. He deserves a better like deal, you know, like he, he's been dealt like the worst hand, you know, in terms of like, no, he has like the best hand in terms of like his, his package, but yes. like, you know, uh, he should go look somewhere else. You know, he should yeah. go on a gap year with Woody Harrelson. <laughs> <laughs> I would pay to watch that movie with this guy. Everybody in the movie just have a spinoff and Marcos go on a drug adventure with Woody Harrelson. Uh, I, I think this is a way we could tie in because we were, th we were talking about uh, Bella and uh, the other guy from Twilight. Uh, but like, this is a way for us to tie in, you know, uh, Hunger Games if we put Woody Harrelson in there. And, uh, <laughs> maybe like uh i don't know they could go through a floors lava kind of thing you know like a survival game or something and that's how she gets money to pay for harvard <laughs> and then netflix you know, synergy right so yeah they'll go on floors lava and they find each other and discover how much they love i mean what if she does a t total like 180 and just goes to oxford and and like starts experimenting with chloe you know <laughs> <laughs> gonna get the bros in yeah kissing booth kissing booth <laughs> blue mountain state and kissing booth this will be like uh it, it'll be a bit like it kind of reminds me of like legend of Korra. like i don't like you know it's sort of like fuck mako let's go do our thing like in the spirit world and yeah <laughs> she ends up with who and Korra ends up with one of the girls right at the end yeah because Korra in the end ends up with Mako's other ex-girlfriend so like they end up together so it might be like that you know like Chloe and uh, I don't think it's gonna happen but that you know we can dream <laughs> <laughs> and on that note Ellie has to go do her work again yeah. so say a quick bye thanks for thanks for bye. joining the podcast thanks for having me it's been a pleasure <laughs> thank you and thank you for Letting me use your floor as a makeshift studio from time to time. I don't know why you don't just sit on the couch. <laughs> there's or stuff. Something. There's stuff on the couch. I'm lazy. I don't know. I feel creative. It's I need okay. a stretch. Okay, creative. Uh, okay. I love you. It's good to stretch. Ta -ta. Like it's better to stretch on the floor. Do some yoga. You know. Yeah. I have a yoga mat. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> or a nice carpet. <laughs> I don't. Know. <laughs> I don't know. I uh, literally have so my microphone on floor and stuff uh, all right let's go into like some non-kissing booth things that yeah so let's you recommend uh, <laughs> so other recommendations for this week uh i would say i i i just uh, i did the free trial for dc universe and i'm really enjoying it uh yeah. so like you can watch doom patrol titans uh there's also something called um star girl that i haven't seen but it looks oh interesting. yeah the one so, that went to cw uh, so uh you know maybe because I think you can watch all those shows on like CW or HBO Max now, I think. Yeah. Uh, so it's like, uh, I don't know what Warner Brothers is doing with their stuff. It's just like, you can watch all these TV shows and all these things on different streaming services. So, but like one thing I'm kind of uh, disappointed uh, with, uh, uh, you know, with DC, the DC Universe streaming thing 
is that you can't see any of the Nolan Batman movies. And, oh, okay. uh, but you can see Jonah Hex with uh, Josh Brolin before it became Thanos. <laughs> and uh, <laughs> like his previous, like, it was like, jo- like Josh Brolin has been in what, like three, let's say has played three different comic book characters like yeah. Jonah Hex. Um, I remember he was rumored for Batman before Ben Affleck. Yeah, but he wasn't, uh, dude, I, I feel so embarrassed. Like, what, what was his name? Deadpool 2? Uh, uh, oh, Cable. Cable, playing Cable. I'm sorry. I, I, I really thought <laughs> Stephen Lang, yeah, but. <laughs> <laughs> and, the, <clears throat> and then Thanos, of course. But, like, yeah, you can watch that on, on DC uh, Comics. Then, like, the other big movie, like, was Palm Springs. I saw that today, which, honestly, is, like, really cool. Mm. Uh, totally different vibe compared to Kissing Booth. You know, let's talk uh, about that next week because I wanted to. I wanted yeah, we can to talk about that next different. week. Yeah, <laughs> I think as rom coms go, I feel like in terms, of, yeah, like as Hulu movies go, it's probably the best one this year or my favorite one. I don't know what other Hulu movies have come out, but like, uh, uh, yeah, I, I I recommend it. But yeah, we can pro- totally talk about that next week because uh, there's a whole the way it's done. It feels like it's it kind of has an independent movie feel to it, even though it's like probably doesn't have an independent movie budget, but, yeah. uh, <laughs> but still it's pretty good. It's pretty good. And like uh, the actress who's there, who plays across um, Andy Samberg, uh, she's the one who was the mother in How I Met Your Mother uh, and also plays uh, Leo DiCaprio's wife in Wolf of Wall Street before he divorces her and marries uh, Margot Robbie. Oh, and she was uh, the main character in that one episode of um, uh, Black Mirror, the one yeah, that was Black like a Mirror. take on yeah, Star the, Trek. Yeah, the one who, yeah, who escapes uh, yeah, that uh, horrible place. Yeah. Uh, so what's her name? Kristen, Kristen Milioti. Yeah. And, she needs uh, to be a lead in she's something great else. In this movie. Yeah. She's, she's really great in this movie. And uh, honestly, like, I can't see anyone else play that character because it, it's sort of like, uh, uh, yeah. I don't know if we should save this for next week, but I don't yeah, know how long it will. <laughs> yeah, let's save it. <laughs> let's say this, this is like a sneak peek for next week, listeners. Yeah. Uh, so, <laughs> so I think you guys are now the Hateful Eight. We nice. have eight listeners, as far as we know, because like the these uh, like statistical, whatever you know, like AI on Anchor is not super accurate because I think they only give us the numbers from Spotify. But we're happy to have at least the hateful eight, and uh, really appreciate you guys. You're not hateful, you know. Uh, it's just like to have a cool name, but. <laughs> but yeah, I don't know. Like, uh, hey, Mike. Why well, you want to? Shall we close close up? Yeah, sure. Uh, yeah, after hateful late, uh, we're hoping it uh goes to at least double digits. It could be something ten, the fabulous fifteen. I don't know, but yeah, the fabulous uh, fifteen. Let's go to the fabulous go fifteen. That. We're <laughs> not gonna say anything because I I don't I like I I don't have any inspiration right now for the uh I don't know the the. The sexy seven, maybe. No, and we, I think we passed the sexy seven. Like those were the the fabulous, the the magnificent seven. Like the 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 nana nine. I don't know. The nine nine. Call the nine nine next. You, yeah, the nine nine. You might be in Brooklyn because 
Brooklyn. And then this the, is the, the Terrific Ten. A lot. The Terrific what? Ten. I found the Terrific Ten. Okay. It sounds like that would be an elementary school. Like, you're yeah. The terrific Ten. Yeah. Hey, guys. Hey. We're the Terrific Ten. <laughs> Yay. Yay. Let's go get some ice cream. <laughs> oh, yeah. And uh, I'm actually about to go watch The Last Dance. Uh, I think that's another Michael recommendation. Because, yeah. yeah. I was in a huge basketball fan growing up, but like you had to be under a rock if you had no idea who Michael Jordan was. So, yeah, yeah I mean, those guys, uh, I grew up, I didn't grow up in the US. So, like, the only guys that I knew uh, were like, you know, who played in the NBA were Michael Jordan, Scottie Pippen, and uh, Dennis Rodman. Like, those were the only three basketball players I knew, like, growing up, and especially Michael Jordan because of um, Space Jam. But, like, uh, like in my household, we were like big Chicago Bulls fans, even though we didn't have the matches play on on our TV. It was just sort of <laughs> like, yeah. My brother had a Chicago Bulls cap, and I stole it from him. And uh, like, I never told him that I took it. So not the. This is my confession. Yes. And, uh, <laughs> he wasn't using it anymore. Okay, <laughs> that's why he took it. So you know. Uh, happy to have you guys listen to us. Uh, follow us on Instagram at uh, one we, what we binge. I was gonna say when we binge, what we binge at on Instagram, and uh, let's see each other next week. Hatefully, maybe you'll be the uh, the the nine. Uh, and uh, yeah, Mike, always a pleasure. Great to have oh. your your girlfriend here. And uh, she's yeah. been the MVP of this episode. Yes. <laughs> Not the Marco Valentin Pena, but the there most valuable player. Yeah. So. <laughs> Thanks. Thanks, Ali. Thanks, dude. All right. <laughs>